0: Hey guys, this is Arlo Gagastein, and I'd like to welcome you to episode one of the Dabbling in Discomfort podcast, where we strive to help you live a life outside of your comfort zone. I am uh, very happy to have my good friend Jeff Moore, the Ninja Ninja, on the podcast today. Um, Jeff is the founder and owner of Alpha Counseling. Here in Ogden, Utah, and Salt Lake, and where all well, where all are you? Uh, Everywhere. We, yeah.
1: So the original offices in Ogden, and yeah, Salt Lake, uh, Orem. We have an office in Tooele. My um, goodness. Yeah, and then we're in a couple halfway houses and jails, also.
0: Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very good. So Jeff has been a friend of mine for a very long time. Um, he is also a jiu-jitsu black belt and my longest training partner. Most consistent training partner um we've been training jiu-jitsu together for
1: probably 14 years yeah when did give we or start? take
0: 2007
1: 2000 and it was like it was which is when i yeah because i guess we started training probably within the first year that yeah
0: yeah probably so right?
1: we both we both had about a year under our belt under right our white belts <laughs> yeah i think <laughs> yeah. so yeah
0: i think so so jeff uh I'm excited to have him on the podcast because he, too, enjoys doing uncomfortable things and challenging himself, and I called Jeff up to see if he would join me for a little uh, 4 a.m. run slash hike in the snow, and he was all over it, and so thank you, Jeff, for that.
1: Dude, I mean, like, I joined you for the tail end of a much bigger project that you had going. <laughs> I just, it's kind of like with, with a Ironman triathlon. I think that like up until recently when, you know, you, you do your 140 whatever miles and then like for the last lap, your family gets to walk across the finish line with you. <laughs> That's kind of what this was.
0: Uh, well, I appreciate it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the last 24 hours, I I had a goal this year to do a project marathon. I got the idea several years ago from a guy on YouTube called Bo Miles, I believe it is. Um, And I highly recommend following him. He does a lot of cool little documentaries. And he's a runner, Um, but he did this, this one mile an hour marathon where for 24 hours, so he started out the first hour, he ran three miles. And then did a mile every hour after that. And in between every mile, then he worked on projects. Like he built oars and tables and fixed chairs. And he did all kinds of stuff. Um, So I've been fascinated by that story for several years now. And thinking, I want to do it. I want to do it. And this year I committed to doing it. And it turned out by December I still hadn't really... uh, made much progress toward that so i had to pull it off last minute before the end of the year but that's what i've been up to what time
1: did you start yesterday? so
0: i started i started um at 5 a.m so i don't know what time it is now it's like five thirty or something so so a little over 24 hours ago is when i started
1: What right why'd and you want to
0: do that uh, Besides
1: watching this Bo guy, so, like, <laughs> so Bo did something that's cool, but like that, w- that was
0: the main thing. He was yeah. inspirational. Like, monkey, <laughs> no, monkey, yeah, 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 pretty much. No, yeah. no, and, and also I like to challenge myself. Definitely, um, I like to find different uh, challenges that that I think will stretch me a little bit. And running is definitely one of those <clears> things. I don't know if you've noticed or not but there's not a lot of running in jiu-jitsu. Like in our sport we literally lay <laughs> on the ground. Right. <laughs> we literally lay on the ground and and people try and beat us up. So we don't we don't travel very far. <laughs> it's like the lazy man sport. <laughs> the lazy man yeah, sport. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> so yes, not a lot of running and and it, I, it definitely showed. <laughs> like, <laughs> Bo ran every mile and I walked some of them.
1: <laughs> was Bo uh, going during the snow?
0: Uh he was not. No, he has this beautiful um he lives in Ireland and he has this like there's a there's an aerial shot of his block and it's exactly 1 mile and it's all green and beautiful and mm. flat. Um so, so he had some pretty
1: cool conditions.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Um but still he's he definitely accomplished a lot more because he ran faster, (laughs) but but it's all good. Um, so like I mentioned before, Jeff really enjoys doing hard things. Um, he's, he's done a lot of Ragnar races and he uh, does jujitsu. He lifts consistently. He's the most disciplined person I think I've ever met as far as lifting weights. Um, so, and, and (laughs) so we always joke about how how people frequently like want that quick fix program to make them look all ripped when in reality when in reality it's like twenty years of consistency <laughs> that, no one that wants gets you where that. you are. Yeah, yeah today, nobody so. wants to hear that. Yeah, right, right. Yeah,
1: they want to like oh, just take this supplement
0: for sure, and for get sure. Shredded, yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and then and then Jeff's always the guy I can count on to to join me in crazy shenanigans. So. I I was going to ask you what is your favorite or your most memorable crazy adventure a- that you that you've ever done?
1: Easily that summit and submit. Tournament. The summit and yeah, submit. Absolutely, that was a good yeah. one. Yeah, well, I mean, like with, uh, like, I mean, Dave was commenting on it. He says like you guys bring that up a lot. It's like, yeah, 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 <laughs> right, 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 yeah, It's yep. True, it is I true. I think he's wishing that he could have come along for the ride. Yeah, but dude, like honestly, man, like packing. So I mean for the podcast listeners, we, uh, you know, Arlo can tell the story in more detail, but basically we had a jujitsu tournament close to the highest peak in Utah. uh, We hauled mats, um, a good 10 or 11 miles. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Up, uh, to like right below where the, the peak is at King's peak. And, uh, yeah, had like the most epic jiu-jitsu tournament up there. Beautiful, beautiful. Oh, you know? for sure. That, it, it smelled so much better up there. Than it does in like a <laughs> martial arts. That gym. is so true. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, uh, you know, pitched tents, then hiked up to the top of the peak the next morning, and then and then climbed down. And I'm I'm leaving. I'm leaving out the sheer agony and discomfort, <laughs> and how much longer and. You know, like 85, 90-pound packs digging into our shoulders and right. hauling jiu mats <laughs> <clears throat> that are kind of cumbersome. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, like, it's probably one of the hardest things juxtaposed with, like, amazing and beautiful and uh, epic all at once. So that nice. easily stands out yeah, yeah. to me. Yeah,
0: yeah. For me as well. You too? Yep, yeah. definitely. Oh, you, you did it
1: twice, though. <laughs>
0: I did. The second one, man, that was wild. I <laughs> so <laughs> I, I don't remember if you've, I'm sure, I'm sure someone. we've, we've talked about the second time. So the second time we hiked in, same deal, carried mats up there, and we were just getting ready. I think we, we may have spent one night. Anyway, the next morning, or maybe we didn't even spend the night yet. I can't, I can't remember. It's been quite a while ago, but, um, but we're just getting ready, laying out the mats, getting ready for our jiu-jitsu tournament. And some guy comes wandering up, asking if we have any burn cream. And we're like, uh, maybe, you know, we'll check our, our first aid kit. He's all, oh, good, thanks. My my buddy burned himself. And so we searched through our stuff. We found some burn cream. We went over there, and this guy literally has flesh falling off of his leg. Oh, like It was wild. What happened? So he had a he was lighting a fire and he had a a bottle of white gas that he thought was was pretty close to empty and so naturally he's using it to help start the fire oh and he, he is trying to shake out the last little bit of white gas onto the fire and there's more in than he expects and it ignites in his hands and when something in your hands catches fire, you drop it, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and as he, you do. he dropped the bottle right on his legs and it spilled everywhere and, and just burned him like second and third degree burns all over it this guy's falling legs. Off. Yeah, it was gross. It was oh. it was nasty. Like our burn cream wasn't going burn to burn. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> kind of like a sunburn. Or like, right, right. Or like you
1: you touched an iron yeah.
0: or something. So so we uh <laughs> So he obviously needed medical attention and and him and his buddy decided they were going to hike out and so we packed up all our stuff and followed him out. Um and just called the tournament right oh. there. We never even got we never even rolled up there, but we're like, if he oh. goes into shock, he's gonna need help, right?
1: So Yeah, I know. Um, I don't know So so we
0: followed him that. out and and we were probably nine, nine or ten miles in and he made it. He hiked out all the way. So mm. but yeah, it didn't turn out quite as as good as the year yeah, before how <laughs> yeah.
1: oh, did you lost your video oh it's all good okay
0: no worries probably yeah. battery died but oh. as long as the as long as the sound's still good so
1: man th- yeah that like with that when we went up there that there were there were moments where because i mean the the part i'm leaving out too is i'd rolled my ankle like 12 times oh that's one. right yeah and I, well. I just remember thinking like I'm gonna feel like such a sissy if they have to light me <laughs> out of here. <laughs> you know? And yeah. oh, then, man. then we thought we got lost. Man, that was a, it was a right, trip, right.
0: Man. It was, it yep. was absolutely. Yep. So, uh, yeah. So Jeff joins me for a lot of weird and and exciting adventures, but but it's not just me. He does stuff on his own too. I remember a story, and and you'll have to. Maybe I'll let you tell it, but but something about a road trip where. He, you and a bunch of other guys rolled up the windows and turned on the heater coming from like Vegas to Ogden or <laughs> I something, I don't, I I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: that was just, you yeah, it, it was. Just
0: to see who could last the longest. Yeah, or... yeah, it just
1: became, <laughs> became like a test of will. So, we yeah, just dripping wet, just miserable, you know, mid-July, heat cranked all the way up, is blasting. <laughs> just, yeah, that like for no good reason other than right, just right. like, You'll quit before I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just <laughs> you know, getting out at the gas station just soaked. Oh, nice. Like, it looks like nice. we got in a swimming pool. <laughs> that you guys comfortable. Oh, yeah. that's funny. Yeah. And
0: so you didn't give up first. No, right? clearly no, not. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely Of course. Not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, So kind of along that lines, uh, testing yourself, challenging yourself for for whatever reason there's got to be a reason right why we why we challenge ourselves physically or mentally why why do you suppose we do that
1: well i was thinking about even when we were just up there and in a way we have the luxury of not having to fight for survival Hmm. you know every moment of the day like i have a pretty cush life you know right right i have a house that has you know uh, air conditioning and you know uh fridge full of food and you know it's no one to date has uh tried to break into my house and murder me or take my food or take my wife like you know i i i have a job that's fulfilling i get pretty i'm pretty comfortable
0: man yeah so it's like a
1: very first world thing to be like i need to make things harder but i I, I, I feel that inside me man it's like (laughs) the it's too easy to get soft and yeah, to yeah, yeah. fall into the comfort. And I know I just see, I mean, I'm like, so many people just sort of have this sedentary and like apathetic almost approach to life. Right, and, right. And, you know, lots of people are, they're, they're comfortable. so this, I mean, I see this as a therapist and I see this just as like somebody observing stuff in society that like. A lot of people are really comfortable and, and, but yet depression and anxiety are higher than ever.
0: Hmm. And,
1: and, uh, a big reason for that that some people talk about is that people don't have like a lot of purpose or meaning. Uh And, uh, you know, like back in the day, like hunter gatherer days, like everybody had a role in society and, 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 you know, we had, you know, tribes of maybe a hundred people, you know, and, and like everybody had a role. Yeah, yeah. And whether that's you know, you're you're literally hunting, you're gathering, you're 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 taking care of this, taking care of that. And life was hard though. And it was hard and it was brutish. And technology's done a lot to ease things up. You know, we're living beyond the age of 35 now and mm-hmm. you know, like cool things. <laughs> but but like a lot of people, they don't get that same thing out of their job. They don't feel the purpose. They don't feel the meaning. And, and, you know, things just kind of, you fall into a day in, day out, you know, go to work, grab some fast food on the way home, you know, plop down on the couch, watch Netflix until I doze off, you know, wake up in the morning, go to work, come home, grab fast food on the way home, sit on the couch, watch Netflix, lather, rinse, repeat, just again and again and again. I, I think that, I think that, I mean, I can feel it in me that like, when when things sort of shock the system, it snaps me out of that just that muted existence. Yeah. yeah. Makes me wanna like do stuff. Nice. And yeah, and so doing something hard, something that like I, I had I have no good logical reason for joining you today at you know, like <laughs> you know, for like setting my alarm for the witching hour, three AM. Right, know? right. Yeah, and, and uh getting up, you know, splashing some water on my face and then hauling out to meet you at the golf course
0: and (laughs) run through the snow?
1: Like, what the hell? Like, I have no good reason to do that. And when you ask me to do it, when you ask me, my first thought is like, in the middle of the night, it's cold and I don't want to do that. And right when I had that thought, I'm like, I need to do that. I need to do that. That's that's why I end up joining you on all these things is because like, I hear the inner sissy in my head like, <laughs> Stay home, pull the covers over your body. You oh. know, don't no need to get it out, like stay in your sweats. Right, you right. You uh, just that that alarm goes off and it's like uh, Harlow's gonna he's gonna finish it regardless. He doesn't need me. That that voice needs to shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I come and do these things, man. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Great. What about you? Uh
0: why yeah, do you do I mean, st-
1: why do you do stuff like that? Because you're, you're the one that, like, I'm just, like, along for the ride for a lot of this. Like, you know, whether it's, you know, Mace getting me doing uh, the Ragnars or Spartans or, you know, a buddy talking to me in the Jiu Jitsu tournament or, you know, you you are usually the culprit for most of the <laughs> hard stuff I end up doing. Like, but yeah. I know why I say yes, but why why do you have the thought to do it? Um, that is a great question. Yeah. <laughs> I am the one ask, asking the question. here. I don't know. Here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. yeah. flipping um, bro, not just interviewing. Yeah, me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I
0: I like to see what I am capable of, I guess, and I like to make myself uncomfortable. Um, I think I think it is way too easy to get complacent, and and I don't like I don't like how I feel when I realize that I am complacent. Like it's easy to to sit back and go through life and be comfortable. And, and it's easy for, for time to just fly by in that zone, but I don't like it. Like I like to stretch myself a little bit and I like to, I like to feel challenged. Um, I think we, we mentioned, I mentioned Cambodia, um, on our hike and, and something that I'll always remember, like when we were there, it was probably a hundred degrees and the humidity was a hundred degrees like it was, it was miserable. Wow. Um, And, uh, and the leader on that trip said, you're going to be miserable, you're going to be hot. But the people that are here live like that every single day, you're here for two weeks, like, wow. you you can suck it up. <laughs> and, 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 uh, and I guess I look around at at how my grandparents grew up on the farm like they're up at 5 a.m. every yeah. single day working all day long just to just to eke out an existence, right? Just to survive. And we've lost so much of that and I I it's hard for me to to look at my own comfortable life compared to and maybe you're not supposed to compare yourself to other people. I hear that all the time, but but to see how other people live and and how it's a nonstop struggle day in day out from the second they wake up till they crash in bed at night just to survive and and maybe i feel a little guilty yeah <laughs> but, totally
1: um was it like like you just said with in cambodia you know you're complaining about 100 degree 100 100% humidity weather and like it's like, oh, this is a good challenge, but that's just life for them, dude. Right, right. Yeah, and, and yeah. like you said, like your your grandparents, you know, the same type of thing. Like, I mean that that yeah, I, I don't know. I I'm very grateful for the life that I live. Right, and, right. And, you know, having a nice warm house and you know, uh not having to fight for survival. I don't I don't want to have to fight for survival, you know, like
0: But I want to be Capable of it if I have to. Yes, it man, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I feel guilty too, man. Yeah, like to yeah, yeah. Like, oh, kind of about... too easy. Right, right. But and again, like, I don't, I don't do this to stave off depression and anxiety. But again, but again, like when I talk to my clients about this, hmm. you know, like I, I try to encourage them, like find something to do, find something hard, and make yourself do it. Yeah, you don't have time. Yeah, you don't have this. Like, just do it anyway. Just make yourself do it, and. In the rare, the, the rare time that they actually end up following through and doing it, and someone actually does challenge themselves, and yeah, I'll have to think about that, bro. Like, when the person actually <laughs> does it, like, invariably they come back and they're glad they did it.
0: Right, right. Yeah. yeah. I've... I can't think of any time that I've challenged myself that I've regretted it afterwards.
1: You're like, oh, man, I should have stayed like, home.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you always feel better after... You, like... Part of it's the sense of accomplishment, I guess.
1: Yeah. Um, Over yourself.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: Over that desire to pull the covers over your head and stay in bed and hit snooze. Hmm. Yeah, that victory, right?
0: For sure. Yeah. For sure.
1: Well, because look, you did, you ran 30 miles over the course of a day today. And you've ran 26 miles all at once before. Uh You know, you've done, what was that other one you did, the... The one you do with your wife. Uh,
0: oh, uh, yeah. So there.
1: Now. Well, you've the, done some other endurance races. Right,
0: too. right. So there, we did a 50K together, um, which is like 31 miles or something, too.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, well, so you've done all these things. And so it's not like you haven't achieved before. And honestly, if you didn't do this uh, 24-hour project marathon today, Every anybody that knows you would not be like, "Wow, our little chicken doubt or his sissy doubt," but you would know. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You would know. <laughs> you would know that 2021 yeah. came and went. Uh-huh. You told yourself you were going to do it, and you did. not And I did not. Yeah, screw yeah. That. yeah. 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 That's that. That pushes me a lot. Yeah. With things. It's yeah. Like, me too. Because I've had times where I have. It's it's not often, but I'm, I'll admit, like, there's been times where it's like I'll set out to do something or I'll set a goal. And the instant gratification of being a slob mm. wins out and I don't do the thing. And I hate that side of me. You know? <laughs> I, I want to <laughs> yeah, make yeah. myself do it. right? Like my wife and I, uh, we set a goal. So again, this isn't like some epic goal. But for 2021, we both said that we were going to do 15,000 squats. Yeah, by yeah, yeah. You know, works out to be something around a little less than 50 a day, which isn't a lot. But it's like... If you don't stay consistent with it,
0: right, day in day out,
1: you know, <laughs> it it you start out like gangbusters in January of 2021, you know, but July August creeps around. and It's easy to just kind of forget about it.
0: Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. So like
1: things like that, just the discipline of, you know, uh, I'll wake up, you know, I'll, I'll work out. I, I'll forget to have done my squats. Like like today I didn't. I haven't done my squats yet. Um, there's a good chance that once my day gets going, I I mean, it might be nine, ten p.m. tonight. Uh-huh. I'm laying down, ready to go to bed, and then I'll have the thought, "God, I need my <laughs> squats," and I have to get out of bed, knock out fifty squats. It's not uh-huh. hard. I barely even get breathing hard doing fifty squats, but it's just I'm making myself do it. Right, just like right. I'm not gonna not like get out of bed, sissy, and I make myself do it. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Did I did I ever tell you a few years back that Angie, my sister, and I um, decided in January. That we were going to do leg cranks once a week for the entire year. Oh my God! And uh, and there were there were a lot of Saturday nights at eleven o'clock where I'm like, oh. (laughs) 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 But the uh, and and I did it. um, And the best part, (laughs) and I don't know if she's forgiven me or not, but we got to the end of the year and I realized that there was a little bit of a miscommunication. And really, it was just a lack of clarifying. And I had been doing one round of leg cranks every week, and she had been doing four. Oh wow!
1: <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she quadrupled my effort, and
1: that's a. Ch- it I- was.
0: It was. Yeah, man. I don't know. How long did
1: she keep that up for?
0: The whole year. Wow. Yep, fifty-two times she did it. Throughout
1: the y- year. Y- y'all didn't realize it until the end. No. <laughs> what does she say oh she was like, she, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> she was yeah
0: she was she was a little disappointed that i had only been doing yeah. one round all yeah. year but...
1: <laughs> there's a big there's like one set of leg oh four yeah sets. yeah that's yeah. a complete game like yep. one set you fill in your legs they're shaky
0: uh-huh right right
1: second Third, fourth set. <laughs> yeah, well, good for her. But yeah, that's yeah, pretty yeah. funny, though. It, it was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I laughed, and she was upset. but uh. <laughs> Well, so you and I are pretty physically oriented. And a lot of the stuff we do to challenge ourselves have to do with that. Like, did have you thought about finding other ways to challenge yourself? Or are you mainly thinking of sticking to physical ways?
0: Um, a little bit. So I. I mean I do I do stupid little things like I always eat left-handed and and I yeah. I taught myself how to write left-handed and and I don't know just dumb stuff like that but why just for the challenge, yeah, just to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you and, in case, eat and in case I ever need to go incognito, I can I can pretend I'm somebody else. <laughs>
1: <Yeah. No. laughs> well, that looks like Arlo, but he's eating left handed. Can't be him. <laughs> Yeah.
0: No, I I I pretty much always do eat left handed. Yeah. Because so I that. guess it wouldn't be a. So I guess everybody would know mm. anyway. But <laughs> I wa- I watched a show years and years ago about they were, uh, like es- people from, uh, they were in a concentration camp or they had escaped from a concentration camp and they, like, they totally changed their appearance where they, they had to train their hair to, to part on the other side and stuff. So they look different. Like they, and oh. that, that just kind of stuck with me and I'm like, well, I'm going to learn how to do everything yeah. left-handed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you never know. I don't yeah. have enough hair to part, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's cool. Uh, other, do you have other stuff, or is that like kind of the just random things just to make things a little bit harder?
0: Just random yeah. things to make things a little bit harder. You'll take like the stairs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. And I and I've always like, <laughs> I've always done things the hard way, and and it drives my wife crazy, and it does. And I remember growing up to my my mom had giving me a hard time about always doing things the hard way. Oh, I'm right. like, Well, yeah, but. <laughs> It's kind of who I am. Everyone just thinks you're stupid. Yeah, no, pretty it's much. Easier just yeah, this yeah, way. yeah, yeah,
1: Why are you yeah. doing it like that? Well, I don't know. Why, why are you insisting on carrying all the groceries in at once? <laughs> <laughs> just make three yeah. trips. No, yeah. <laughs> carrying them uh, all.
0: It was kind of fun. So one of my miles yesterday, um, I, I ended up having to to bring my my son and his friend to syracuse to the the rush funplex um so my son and his cousin they went they went to uh to spend the day there having fun and i ended up driving them when it's like a 25 minute drive i'm supposed to run on every hour on the hour right and so so i finish my mile and i book it out there with them and and we get there like 10 minutes after i'm supposed to start running yeah. so i so I parked in the parking lot and they went inside and, and then I, I started running from there and I actually, I, I ran over to Walmart cause there were a couple of things I needed for some of my projects. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm like a half mile from my car at Walmart and the, <laughs> and, and I carried all my stuff up to the, without a cart to the, to the cash <laughs> register <laughs> and the, the cashier kept being like, are you going to, you're going to carry all that? Could you? Can I get you a cart? <laughs> I'm like, she has no idea. My car's nowhere close. Like, yeah. if I take a cart, it's it's not coming back. Not yeah. Coming back. yeah. Anyway, it was kind of funny. I'm yeah, like, yeah, is. no, I'm 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 carrying them. <laughs> so. That's funny, but yeah, I get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were you were telling me on our on our hike today that you actually prepared lessons for your clients on challenging themselves. Yeah. Tell me a little more about that.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, so uh, the other business owner and I, we uh, we created a curriculum for basically for all of us to kind of be on the same page with the the treat the the treatment assignments that we're delivering to the clients, and most of them have to do with like risk management or you know ways of managing emotions and know ways of handling stress without resorting to like sex drugs rock and roll you know the whole Mm -hmm. bit and but like one of the one of the things was uh the value of challenging yourself and it's 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 specifically what we're talking about and um you know when i was talking about people in society like living in this comfortable existence and that for some people it feels like they don't really have a purpose or a meaning or like a direction, something, you know, they, they work a job that it puts food on the table, but it's not something they're passionate about. It's a means to an end, you know, they, you know, uh, any, I mean, and I'm not talking bad about any particular job, but there's lots of jobs, you know, especially with guys that maybe have felony on their record and they're, they're getting jobs doing like production, you know, or they're working at the dog food plant. You know and uh-huh. or at like a call center or something not not jobs that you plan on being like your career and you know, right right, and you know they'll they'll bust their butt for a paycheck and you know come home and you know they maybe they'll maybe it might be the day they have treatment with me or you know they'll oftentimes they their relationship status is on the rocks and so they might not always have very many people in their lives and hmm. they kind of just go home and they'll, they'll watch TV and, um, wake up in the morning and do it all over again. And, and the, the problem with that is that when people feel like their day to day doesn't really have a point, it's, it's easy for things like depression and anxiety to rise to the surface. Yeah. And, you know, since I work with, you know, it's forensic social work, I work with people that have gotten in trouble with the law for whatever uh-huh. Um, when, when people get bored or they, or they feel like they don't really have, you know, uh, anything real exciting in their life. So a lot of times they'll make excitement and hmm. that's what gets them into trouble. I mean, right, right. That's where they'll relapse on drugs. That's when they'll, you know, look at stuff on the computer they shouldn't look at and yeah. these, these different things. And they, they have a hard time answering like, what, like, well, why shouldn't I do that? Like, I get, right, like, right. Like. Okay, so I don't go back to jail. I mean, it's a good reason for most people. Like, uh, okay, I, I won't get high, so I don't go back to jail. But over the course of months, days, you know, or days, months, years, not doing something just because you don't want to go back to jail just isn't enough. You have to have a bad uh, why. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know? Right. You have to have something else that grabs you. And, and like, so... I encourage them to do something challenging, pick something hard, and I I kind of tell them ahead of time that they're gonna have excuses pre-programmed into their heads. Uh-huh. I don't have time, I don't have money, I don't I don't know how to do this. but all the all the same excuses that I'm sure people have told you as to why they can't start a workout program. Right. And <clears throat> I try to cut it off at the past by by saying like everybody runs into the same time constraints we all have 24 hours in a day yeah you know okay you have kids okay well let's get creative you know find a way to do something and and again me being physically oriented the the way i teach the when i'm teaching this particular group you know i'll you know go for a walk, go for a hike you know uh set you know do as many pushes push-ups as you can and then in a, like then train in a month come back and try to beat it hmm. you know th- things like that they, yeah, they yeah appeal to me but um, of course not everybody is physically capable. And so it's like, you know, well, let's, let's say that in the next six months you're gonna develop a working knowledge of Spanish, uh-huh. you know, um, take an art class and try to get good at art, you know, try nice. to, you yeah, know yeah. Get, like, and you know, pay. like, like whatever it is, it's just something that takes somebody out of their comfort zone. Maybe, you know, maybe something they're good at, but they don't have time to do, or maybe something they suck at that they want to get better, yeah. you know, le- learn to change the oil in your car, you know, right, like, right. like things like that. And e- even, even when I make it a part of the, uh, the curriculum, it's still tough to get buy in. Yeah. People. And because uh. I'll be talking to them like you and I are talking and they'll like, Oh yeah, it's a good idea. I need to do that. And then that's as far as it goes. Uh-huh. A lot of people. Right. Right. I, I I don't, I just don't. They haven't been bit by whatever bug it is that's bitten both of us. To get it, you know, <laughs> right? do you, do you get that? Like you try to get people to see what the value of challenging yourself brings to you, and it's yeah. just it's tough to communicate to people that don't get it. Right, right. I don't, I don't, I don't. I haven't figured, but you, you, because I mean, you have people that seek you out specifically to add challenge to their life.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, and, yeah.
1: and people that come and talk to me, my clients, a lot of them are being told to come and talk to me because mm. the court said so. Right. You know? And, and I mean, I don't know if there's a difference there or not, but what, what with you having people that come and seek you out,
0: do, yeah, do you try yeah, to pitch yeah.
1: that to them or do you, are you able to get people to?
0: A lot of times they come to me and they already have something in mind, what yeah. they want to accomplish. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's it's kind of easy for me that way. <laughs> like Yeah, they're they're
1: coming to uh-huh. motivate Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah like right now, someone well, right now someone that the someone we're thinking about is probably asleep, but there's gonna be somebody that is gonna wake up and they're gonna get ready to take their shower, they're gonna take their clothes off, they're gonna see themselves in the mirror and oh God, I need to work out. Okay, twenty twenty two, January first, twenty twenty two, I'm starting uh-huh. something new. I'm going to call that Arlo dude.
0: And so you're going to have somebody call you. <laughs> right, right. Ready to
1: ready to change. And ready to do things. Yeah. Do you, do you throw this kind of concept at them? I try or, to. Do you? Mm-hmm. What how, so what do you do if someone's like not oriented towards that? Like so, if it was like a listener, someone listening to this is like not not really getting what we're talking about but maybe they're curious. What would you how would you start them out? Um I
0: I try and encourage them to f- to find something that'll stretch them a little bit that'll that'll pull them a little bit out of their comfort zone, uh, whether it's like they've never run a five k and so I'm like yeah. okay sign up for one two or three months from now and you're gonna do it awesome. um, but you almost have to get them to commit to something because then they're once they're once they're committed then they have to they have to follow through right. Or they could just skip the race, but but most of them once they sign up they'll yep. they'll follow through. But if it's just kind of a vague, yeah, I'd like to do this sometime, then it's not it's probably not gonna happen. It'll never so happen. It, it has to be specific, it has to be timely. You've heard of smart goals, yeah. right? So it's specific, it's uh what's the M? Oh measurable me- measurable, oh. yep, attainable, realistic, um, and then timely. You have to put a timeline on it. So and so like, we, we try and help people to identify something, a smart goal, and then really to to dive into why am I setting this goal? What is it that that when I'm not motivated anymore, what is it that's going to keep me disciplined to do it? Because motivation comes and goes, right? You you need to just be disciplined um to to really make any progress. Um so so there has to be a why, like okay, this is what I want. Why is it that I want this? So I'll have people that will are coming coming to me to get back in shape. But if it's just vague, yeah, I want to get back in shape, I want to lose some weight, then it's they probably won't be around long. But if if they want to be able to keep up with their grandkids and they're having trouble keeping up playing oh, okay. with their grandkids, that's a pretty powerful why. Um, and so it's easier to, to get them to commit to really making a change if the why is powerful enough.
1: That's creative, man. Like the, because when I when I'm thinking about a why, you know, I'm kind of staying like physical attainment. But you, like, most people aren't interested in being meatheads. They're they want to just live their life. And so, being able yeah. to keep up with my grandkids is a tangible, realistic goal that they'll they'll know, they'll know if they're making progress because they'll be able right, to chase right. the grandkids around and mm-hmm. or whatever it is, roughhouse with them, whatever it is. It you know, and and. uh no, that's, that's, that's big because you were talking about the relationship between motivation and discipline. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And motivation is what happens when the dude we were just talking about strips his clothes off, sees himself in the mirror. Oh God. And uh-huh. he thinks, I need to call Arlo. But like, so he you know, January 1st, you have some new client walking in your gym and has maybe the obscure goal of, you know, I want to. I want to lose some weight, and you can get him on a program. But like, once April rolls around, right? You right. know, like if he makes it that if he long. makes it that far, <laughs> that fire in his belly is going to be gone. And uh-huh. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It would be nice if you could harness motivation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. And if you could like if it, if you could like treat it like a light switch where it's like, uh-huh. boom, okay, I'm fired up. <laughs> it never works that way. If we so could sell that. If we could sell that, you'd be a rich man. So you have to rely on discipline. Right, right. And that's yeah. where the smart goals come in, right? So yes. it's like yep. okay, I want to run a five K uh Isn't that an option at the autumn marathon? Uh you I really believe so. Yeah, yet. I think so. It's so, like okay, I wanna run a five K at the auto marathon. I know that's in May. Um, I'm gonna do that. By, you know, running. I'm gonna start out running two times a week for the next three weeks, and then I'll up it to three times a week, uh-huh. so on and so forth, um, until I'm able to. And, and like you, you can, so you can you can develop a goal that way. Yeah, yeah And then yeah. why? Well, why? Why? Why do I want to be able to run a 5K? And I mean, again, that's gonna depend on the person. But right. if, if they have that answer, then as they're training, you know. You know, on you know February third, when their alarm goes off and it's snowing out and the covers are warmer and more soft than normal, <laughs> you know that that they don't hit snooze, that they lace up their running shoes and get out the yeah, front door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You have to have a why. Definitely. And that's that's what adds the passion and the purpose. To people's lives. I mean, like, obviously, doing a 5K isn't going to solve everybody's problems. Uh-huh. But but what it does is it gives a person a sense of, like, hey, I did something. Yeah. I did something besides yeah, yeah. just come home after work and watch Netflix. Right, and right. I've got something to push towards, and it's hard. And then they get it, and they do their 5K, and they, they you know, they get that feeling of crossing the finish line, and the little medal that you get, uh-huh. and, you know, maybe they get it posted think- on... Social <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, and it's cool.
0: And and a lot of and a lot of times that'll that'll drive their hunger for more too. Like, yep. and then then they may set bigger goals and. It's like it builds um, momentum. Yeah, yeah, it builds momentum and gets them headed down their right yeah. track. Right. <laughs>
1: yeah. Exactly.
0: Awesome. Well, I think we should probably. Wrap this up. Thanks right. again so much for uh, coming on the show.
1: Oh, I was glad I was able to be a part Absolutely. of your initial first podcast one. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh. We'll probably have you back many, many times. More than happy to do it. Yeah. <laughs> where can uh, where can people find out more about what you do mm. and about Alpha Counseling? All right, Utah, the, Utah's best, right? Yeah, it's the modestly <laughs> titled
1: Utah's Best dot com. Nice, very yeah. good. Yeah, com and uh, yeah, Alpha Counseling and Treatment, and yeah, if you want to check out a, another podcast in the, kind of in the realm of what I do, yeah, Guerrilla yeah. Social Work Podcast, that's G-U-E-R-R-I-L-L-A, that type of guerrilla, Guerrilla Social Work Podcast, nice. where you have been a guest a couple Indeed. times. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks man. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely, you thank you. If you remember to hit record, right?
0: I hope so.